Hello and welcome to Storytime with Shining Nathan. If you followed us here from TikTok or YouTube, we're so happy you're here. If you found us organically, welcome, you're in for a treat, as Shining Nathan, or as people like to call him, your gay auntie, will be reading you stories throughout literary history. So grab yourself something to eat, drink, and get all cuddled up while Shining Nathan takes you on a literary adventure. Be sure to follow us on TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram, and subscribe for future stories. Hello, sweet peas and sugar dumplings. This is your gay auntie, and I'm ready to kick off spooky season with some wonderful spooky tales here on my podcast for y'all to enjoy and have fun with. Now, if you found me organically, welcome, darlings. I'm so glad you made it here. Makes my day to know you here. And if you're from TikTok, baby, you know I love you no matter what, and thank you for sticking around. Now, As many of you know, and some of you don't know, this is now my full-time job. I took the leap, and I'm going to be, I am a full-time content creator. But unlike my contemporaries, I have started a subscription model through Patreon. If you would like to subscribe to my Patreon for $3, it's at patreon.com forward slash Nathan. This is how I pay my rent, keep myself and my kitty cat fed, and continue to make content like this for y'all. You see, I have seen so many bigger creators get so wrapped up in the advertising and being beholden to advertisers and losing their sense of oomph, their ness, in order to make that coin from big corporate advertisers. And I want to stay true to y'all and the people that got me here. And so, I've gone with a subscription model so I can be beholden to y'all, not corporations. So, scoot on over if you're inclined to my Patreon, and feel free, I have a $3 level, that's $3 a month. Now, to the more important part, babies. Spooky season stories. Now, I'm going to be telling a story that I grew up with down in the South Texas region, and it's of the Lady in Black. Now, there are many different iterations of this story with small variations in between, but the story tends to stick pretty close to the norm. And I am very fortunate that this is actually originally from my region. The story started down off of 281 in the middle between uh, San Antonio and the Valley. For those of you who are not in Texas, it's San Antonio and uh, whatchamacallit, the border. (laughs) And that's south. And this is the Lady in Black. In the mid-1700s, there was a colonel who had spent most of his career for Mexico, suppressing revolts all across the northern border of Mexico. When time finally came, he was granted leave to start his family and settle down and colonize what is now Texas, what was then Texas. So he decided to move along the Nueces River, close to Corpus Christi, and find a good area to settle. He did find a town called Laredo, and several others called Reynosa, and a few more all across the now Mexican-American border. When he settled down along the Nueces River off a small creek, he took several families to establish a town and his own rancho with his beautiful wife. There they spent several years in wedded bliss as he administered the town and the surrounding region and she assisted in her way as a Mexican high lady. She was beautiful, magnanimous, and graceful, the apple of his eye and the jewel of South Texas. She had many admirers around the town they lived in and she helped as she could. He 
while a caring man was also very firm and very, very prone to a nasty temper, but never really violent to his newlywed wife. They spent many year, couple years together very happy and content, and she would help around the rancho with the ranch hands and the maids, making sure things ran perfectly and would go into town and make sure the townsfolk knew that they were cared for and loved. Unbeknownst to her at the time, love and jealousy began to build in the hearts of one of the ranch hands on her and her husband's estate. This ranch hand would pine over her day and night, watching as she worked, giving her a more friendly greeting than he normally would, and she, so in love with her husband, was so unaware of his attentions and affections. This went on for a little bit of time, her oblivious and him pining, growing more and more resentful of the dawn, her husband, of the estate, but not voicing anything. He'd continue to work hard, continue to do his job, but all the while yearning for her. It came to be that one day her husband, the dawn of the estate and of the surrounding area, received a letter from Spain that he was required there quickly and soon. She of course wanted to go with him, but at the time he said no. It is not time I do not want you crossing the sea with me. As we know, during the mid-1700s, this was a very, still a perilous journey to undertake, and he needed somebody to run the estate while he was away. She asked and pleaded, and he put a firm foot down and said no, he would only be back in a two months' time. And so, they prepared everything for his departure. The estate was known, she got ready, and he set sail across the Atlantic back to Hispania. And so days went on, days turned to weeks, and she ran the estate. All the while, that ranch hand continued to pine for her. Well, weeks turned to months, and more months went by. And unbeknownst to this wonderful lady, her belly began to grow. After about seven months time, her husband did return, and she was fully showing the fruit of her and her husband's love. She was pregnant, and she was ecstatic and excited to finally be carrying the heir to her love, and so she rang it loud and proud, and he was excited as well. But that ranch hand, his jealousy, Invidia grew and festered, and he could not bear to stand to watch a man who has everything and a woman who has everything be happy and gain one more thing he could not have. And so he decided to go confess his love to the lady. One night, while the, uh, while the dawn, her husband, was out on the ranch tending to some cattle, the ranch hand came and spoke to the lady, professed his love and that they should run away forever and go to where they can be free together because he knew she loved him too as he mistook her kindness for intimacy. She, of course, rebuffed his advances. Bansman's told him no, that she was in love with her dawn and that this was highly inappropriate that we should not speak of this further. 
and she went to bed. Well, the ranch hand insist, angry, jealous, the envidia grew, and so did his anger. He started concocting a plan, a very simple plan, to get his revenge, because how dare she look down at him and deny him the love that he was allegedly entitled to? And how dare the Dawn, who has everything, take another thing from him? This could not stand in the ranch hand's eyes. So one day, a few days later, him and the Dawn were out patrolling for the cattle, making sure everything was fine on the ranch and at the outskirts of the ranch, he professed to the Dawn an evil lie, that the lady had been unfaithful to him in his time across the sea. The Dawn, a little inebriated and angry, flew into a rage and galloped his horse across the ranch back to the house. He confronted his wife. In his drunken stupor, he demanded the truth, and she told him over and over, and the ranch hand called him that she had been faithful with another. This being the time the, the Dawn did not dare not listen to such a faithful ranch hand whose family had served his for generations. And so he ordered the ranch hand to gather another man and take his wife as far as they could gallop and end her life. She begged and pleaded, told him no, that this was not what was happening. And the ranch hand with private glee gathered his best friend and galloped away with her the farthest reaches they could go in one day's journey. And so, after several hours, they reached a tree, and through despite her pleading, despite her begging, he did not relent and slowly wrapped the noose around her neck and hoisted her up, up, up the tree until she died. He traveled several hours back to the ranch and the estate to find the dawn in a drunken stupor, crying beside himself and what he'd ordered done. He stayed that way for over a week until he could face going to find his wife as the regret sunk deeper and deeper. He rode to that tree and found his wife there, lifeless, desiccated by weather, wind, and predator. He slowly lowered her, took her back to the estate, and gave her a proper burial. But something changed in the dawn that night. He was never the same and spent the rest of his life in a drunken stupor at what he'd done. The ranch hand, allegedly, had ended his own life in shame for what he'd done. And legend tells that to this day, the spirit of the lady in black, that poor wife, still wanders the highway of 281 late at night wearing black, crying 
and begging to prove her fidelity to her husband. If you drive late at night down Highway 281, you will see a lone female figure draped in black walking on the side of the highway slowly and crying. And as you pass her and look in your side view mirror, she won't be there. But if you look in your rear view mirror, there she will be in the back seat staring at you with lifeless eyes as she cries and cries and cries and before you can stop the car she will be gone we hope you enjoyed this episode of storytime with shining nathan if you did remember to subscribe and feel free to follow us on instagram TikTok, and youtube if you would like to support this channel and your gay auntie, go to patreon.com forward slash shining Nathan. If you have any suggestions on pieces we can read, feel free to email us at yourgayauntie at gmail.com. Remember, you are loved, you are fully valid, and we're so happy you're here. You take care of yourself.